Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. Are you looking for a way to save a little money? What about getting your subscriptions under control? If so, then I've got just the solution for you. Rocket Money. With the help of Rocket Money, I was able to find a subscription that I completely forgot to cancel before the free trial was up. I'm sure you've all been there, and Rocket Money can help me cancel it. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting and kids subscriptions, it's hard to keep track of exactly what you're spending and how much it all adds up to each and every month. Not to mention the fact that it seems every single day one of those subscriptions suddenly jumps up in price. Rocket Money alerts you when this happens so you're never caught unawares. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With them, I can see clearly what my monthly spending is and how it compares to the month before, making saving money and taking control over my finances so much easier. They'll also try to negotiate lowering your bills up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll even deal with customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com Slash morning cup. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. When arrived, they found the telephone. The weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning cup of murder. There are many arguments about the pros and cons of the death penalty. But no matter where you lie on the fence with your opinion, we can all agree that a lethal injection lasting 43 minutes where the subject writhed in pain and gasped for his life is inhumane. On April 29, 2014, Clayton Lockett's execution would take place and, when it was all said and done, would leave a lasting impression and possibly change the opinions of those who are pro-death penalty. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Clayton Lockett, born in 1975 to a drug-abusing mother who abandoned him at just three years old, grew up rough. His father gave him drugs when he was just three, and he served his first prison sentence at 16. So, it was no surprise that, in 1999, he escalated his crimes to something much more sinister. This is when he kidnapped 19-year-old Stephanie Neiman, a friend of one of his other victims and a witness to his crimes, bound her and tormented her before shooting her with a 12-gauge shotgun. When she survived the blast, he walked back to his car, unjammed his gun, and tried again. 
As she convulsed on the ground, Clayton shot her a second time. She survived again, but this time, Clayton left her gasping for air on the ground and instructed an accomplice to bury her while she was still breathing. He was charged with her murder after his DNA was found on the duct tape used to bind the girl and was given a death sentence. Now, here's where Clayton's life takes a turn and his death becomes more of a story than the murder he committed. By 2010, the rate of botched lethal injections in the U.S. was 7.1%, higher than any other form of execution. This caused a number of companies, ones that supplied the sodium thiopenol used in these injections to numb the pain of the potassium chloride, to stop supplying the prisons in 2011. States began bartering from prison to prison for supplies and, in some cases, illegally bought the drugs from India and other locations. As more and more companies refused to supply the drugs, more and more prisons became desperate for supplies. So, by the time it came for Clayton Lockett's execution, Oklahoma was using an untested mixture of mitazolam, a drug to make them fall unconscious, vecaronium bromide, a paralytic, and potassium chloride, the drug to stop their heart. A drug combination, I might add, deemed too painful to euthanize animals. This mixture had been used before in Florida, but Oklahoma got the measurements wrong. Florida successfully used 500 milligrams of the mitazolam, while Oklahoma planned to use only 100. Not just that, but they refused to state how the drug was obtained. Legal battles roiled over these drugs and sparked the lifelong debate over the death penalty. However, Oklahoma's governor, Mary Fallon, was hell-bent to carry on with the planned executions, even scheduling two, the first of which being Clayton Lockett's, for the same night. So as Clayton was being prepared for his execution, he grew restless and, frankly, terrified. According to sources, he wasn't afraid to die but was afraid of the pain he would experience in the process. On April 29, 2014, after having to be tasered by staff and attempted suicide earlier in the day, Clayton Lockett was led to the execution room. A paramedic attempted twice to place the IV in his arm and failed. She then tried for the veins in his biceps, jugular, foot, and collarbone with no success. Finally, after being made a pincushion, they successfully inserted the needle, one that was the wrong size, causing the sedative liquid to leak out, into his femoral vein in his groin area. The execution began at 6.23 p.m., and after the mitazolam was administered, Clayton was declared unconscious just 10 minutes later. The next two drugs were inserted, but just three minutes after the declaration, he began to move and speak. He raised his head and claimed that something was wrong and attempted to rise from the table. In total, the execution took 43 minutes. Clayton was alive until 7.06 p.m. after he finally died, not due to the drugs, but a heart attack once in the hospital. An investigation was launched and it was determined that all three drugs were administered properly. However, during the IV insertion, most of the liquid had leaked out, and, due to the cloth covering his groin, to avoid the spectators seeing his genitals, the staff wasn't able to see the issue with the IV and his potentially collapsed vein. 
It took them 33 minutes to notice that there was a problem and halt the execution, after which it was too late. The execution was declared less than human, and President Barack Obama said the action was deeply disturbing, ordering the Attorney General to review all execution policies. This barbaric event covered most major news sources, and human rights organizations condemned the government for its use of capital punishment. That Clayton's death was more like a science experiment than an execution. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear a terrible thing happened on April 30th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.